0: but we'll showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to BFTExpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you.
1: Hello and welcome to the Future Tech Podcast. I am Alan Thomas and today we have Gabrielle Giancola, co-founder and CEO of Kibi. How are you doing, Gabriel?
2: I'm doing great. Thank you very much uh, for the invitation. I'm, I'm really looking forward to the to the talk.
1: Oh yeah, we're we're, we're glad to have you here. Uh, so we'll just jump right into it. Uh, tell us all about Kibi. Tell us about the company. What do you guys do?
2: Yeah, sure. So um, uh, what we what we do in, uh, in a nutshell, or what we believe in, is is loyalty. So. What we're doing is we're helping brands to run their loyalty programs on the blockchain, and by that, we really give the their customers, their loyal customers, the freedom they deserve. And uh, the goal, the ultimate goal is to bring the whole loyalty market um, on the blockchain. And that works it works really by um, by the brands using our our platform, um, uh, which which is in a nutshell, an API which they can use to um, uh, tokenize and de- decentralize their own loyalty program. Uh, the integration is for them like a plug-and-play solution, so it's really easy and, uh, and affordable for them to integrate. And on the other side, they really give their customers the possibility to have the freedom they reserve by exchanging all the points that you now have in different apps and that you can't exchange um, for, for each other. And that is really one of the coolest features of, of what we're giving to, to customer because right now, um, you may know it, you fly you fly with an airline, you go to a hotel, you maybe buy something um, for groceries and you get all those different kind of points, but you don't know really what to do with them. And then you get so many rules attached to them, to them so you can't use them for another brand or you, can, you have to use them in just 12 months. So we really want to try to solve that problem because we see it as one of the core problems of the whole loyalty market.
1: So in, in the loyalty programs that, that you guys run or are involved with, it's more, it's more free-flowing with the points in terms of how you can use them and, and the, the, the time constraints on them?
2: Yeah, right. You have to imagine it like that. You, you have, um, the ultimate goal is that you have all those loyalty programs that you use right now. Um, you, you get rewarded from those different companies, and you use the Kiwi wallet to have an overview of all the, we call it, loyalty tokens. Um, that you have earned in, in the ecosystem, okay? And you have to imagine that you can really exchange the, let's take, uh, you fly with an airline, so you get your airline token, and now you exchange it for the coffee token. So you flew Delta, you get your Delta coins, and now you exchange the Delta coins for the Starbucks coins, okay? And with that, you get your coffee. So the whole idea behind it is, until now, you are... You're stuck in in two different loyalty programs, and the only way you can reuse the the Delta Coin is by flying, and on the other side is it is by 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 getting a coffee at Starbucks with, with the Starbucks Coin, and that is that is one of the one of the main features of of the wallet for the customers, and of course you can exchange those loyalty tokens also for the Kibi Token, which is the main and underlying currency of all those tokens, and that one is will be um uh, also at exchanges or exchangeable and so you can um uh, get crypto or fiat for for that for your token so it's a completely different experience for the users um that, that than he has than he has now
1: okay so that's very cool then if you can kind of cross between entities across between completely. companies with, yeah. your, with, your, with your point and, and what uh what brought kibi about what, what how did it how did the company come about
2: so we we started with keeping 2015 um with uh with uh, actually with a off-chain loyalty application so it wasn't uh, on the blockchain and there the goal was to um to have one app where you have different brands on on, on there on, on it and uh, you get the same point from all those brands and you can actually then redeem for redeem those points for different products for also different merchants and what we saw is that we had we had a huge traction here in Switzerland. We uh, had around hundred thousand users on the app, and work with uh, nine hundred local brands and also international brands like Subway and Burger King here in Switzerland. And so we learned a lot about the loyalty market, and we saw that on on the one side we generated a lot of data with that app, and so we 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 started to think about how can you can you increase the security for that data, and so we also look look deeper into the whole um, blockchain space and. Not, not even the crypto space, but really the blockchain technology we we needed to to understand better the whole technology behind it and on the other side, in the meantime, we also had different requests from brands that asked us, "Hey guys, do you yeah. have a white label solution of your app?" And so we saw that, okay, actually brands want, want to have their own want to have their own thing, their own interface and want to have their own branding on on their app and and not selling let's let's call it selling another another application, which would have been like the Kiwi application so that really <clears throat> was a mix of, 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 of like market feedbacks and then internal research, which brought us last year to, uh, to really change the whole business model and say, okay, let's go uh, a layer deeper. Let's build just the infrastructure for all those loyalty programs out there because we don't want to build one loyalty program more to compete with all those out there. We actually just want to bring them on the same foundation so that we as customers have the freedom that we actually deserve. Because we are loyal to those to those companies, we are paying and buying their products. But the loyalty that we give that we get from them is not that high. If you if you if you look at that, because you get some points which don't really have a high value. It is super difficult to get something cool, and so for us, we we see a mismatch of let's call it loyalty from from one side to the other.
1: And so let's say I control a brand and I, I want a uh, I want a- a loyalty program on the blockchain and I come to you guys what does the the starting process look like is there is it start with a, a, a some kind of evaluation or a consult or something how does it start
2: yeah right now so right now we have uh, we have really different lot of brands asking us um how um how they can start integrating their own loyalty programs on on top of our technology and um the process is is um it's pretty simple what we do is uh, we do a uh, let's call it the first workshop with, with that brand, um, where we can see, okay, what is actually the goal of, of that brand? Um, what, they want, what do they want to do? And how can we help them, um, let's say, solve or reach their goals? After that, let's call it more a business kind of workshop. You have a technical workshop where our developers get together with the um, developers of, of, of that brand, which need to integrate or work with the API that we um, deliver to them and um and after that the integration if you already have a loyalty program the integration of our api is super fast so we had now a case um uh it, it's a swiss it's a swiss brand Lateso, um, which uh, actually started the rollout um, of the rewarding program in seven countries yesterday um, which is like all built on our technology and with the time they took their developers took for Integrating our API was, I think, two days. So for them, it was really super fast because if they would have built um, uh, an own infrastructure and if they had to issue an own coin based on, on maybe the Ethereum blockchain or they have to go through the whole legal hassle, it's a six to 12-month um, uh, process. And so there, of course, for brands, it is it is such an easy solution to get as fast as possible um on a blockchain and really uh use the mm-hmm. use the advantages of of, of of it
1: and so it's a, it's a it sounds like it's a pretty fast process in terms of
2: yeah well you
1: know we're, it seems like it's much it'd be a much easier solution to just work with you guys as opposed to try, like you said as opposed to trying to build all that yourself
2: completely because and i mean you you don't have anything to lose because we're really giving you the the basic the basics that you need to to have an integration to the blockchain um, I mean, you don't have – your developers don't need to build – first, they don't need to know Solidity or any other language, programming language that you need for Ethereum. They don't need to know what what is a smart contract. You know what I mean? So the whole recruiting process behind those IT teams and restructuring those IT teams is zero because your developers work with the same languages they worked the whole day. And so that's that's the most – for us, it's also the most fascinating thing because it's super scalable. So um, uh, the, I mean, we're, the API is one thing. And now the, the next thing will really be the developer kit. So that for the first customer providing, let's say, a, a personal support. We are going as business guys, as a team. Our developers are coming um, uh, with, with, to meet their other tech guys. But of course, the goal is that you have a developer kit where every developer can access. He has the API, the documentation. He has the best practices, how to use it, and um, and then it's then it's really fully scalable.
1: So it sounds like the main benefits for the brands would be the speed and customization, and then the main benefits for the users would be being able to use all of your points pretty much anywhere.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not nutshell, it's like that.
1: And so let's talk for a minute about when you were putting all of this together. What are some of the difficulties you've encountered in getting to this point with Key?
2: So. Um... I mean, there are different different challenges. One thing is for sure: um, you move from a traditional market to to a new space, the blockchain and crypto space. So you have a, a huge impact of new information, of new know-how that you have to that you have to, to, to suck up, and and of course you have a completely new culture that you have to um, understand. So th- th- I mean, that is a challenge, but also um, a privilege to to be able to. Uh, to get so much know-how, to see so many different um, possibilities in that market, um, a challenge for sure was the whole legal, the whole legal part because uh, regulations. I mean, you saw it yourself. It was it wasn't it wasn't uh, everybody saw it It wasn't a straight thing where we saw oh, okay regulators came into the market, they gave us some uh, some rules and now we can work. No, it's actually it's actually the reverse. The regulators don't know yet how to regulate the market, so for a startup it is pretty difficult to move in that section because you you're never 100% sure is that the right move so you you just have some moves where you can do where you really have 100% certainty for us that was for example the the whole tax ruling that we got from the from the city of zook so we know that the the, the funds of our token sale won't be taxed um and, and that was 100% certainty which we had but Legal is for sure something that that I can call a challenge in this space. Um, the other side is, is, I mean, that's the that's the work that is behind a startup or behind behind every project in, in mostly us in this space because it is really community driven. Um, you have to build up a community, really people and a network um, uh, surrounded of you, for, for, uh, of you that that really can. They really can provide you with not only information, but they can refer you to new customers that can really bring you business, um, increase the business opportunities that you have. So that is for sure also something that you don't build um, from one day to another, but that needs that, that needs time. You have to go different conferences. You have to meet a lot of people. And um, so that one also was also for sure something that, that takes a lot of time and uh, and. And focus for, from from a project.
1: Now, you mentioned regulation. Do you think there'll ever be a point where regulators will catch up in terms of knowledge, or at least get close? At least get close enough to be able to, I guess, create rules or regulations that are act that actually seem like they're on point, or that they or that they're relevant to what what you're doing.
2: Yeah, completely. Because I mean, like regulations is is one big chunk of a lot of detail and a lot of rules that have to be defined. So it ranges from is a token a security to how do we tax a token sale. So you have a lot of, a lot, really a lot of different, um, let's say variables in the whole legal or regulations ecosystem that you have to, to look at. And um, the thing is, what we saw, that I, I take again the example for, for, of the taxes, we worked really close with uh, with the tax regulators here in uh, in the city of Zug, and that was that was really good because they we had to detail out everything what we we're doing and how we we're doing it, but then they really provided us with a template and with with an answer that where we know okay it is like that, and now they have like a template for every other startup that let's say does 90 percent what we're doing in the same structure, you know what I mean, so. That is a lot of value for, for the regulators because they can work together with a startup and actually implement rules. On the other side you have other subjects which need a lot more research, a lot more political and also of course um like business discussion um where you can define, for example, is a token of security or not. That discussion I think every country has that discussion going on right now. And it does it's not solved from from today to tomorrow. So I think I'm I'm confident the regulators will come with uh, with with fixed rules, uh, but it won't be won't be uh, needed that year. It will come in the next few years.
1: And so we're and so we've talked about some of the, the difficulties or hurdles that you've had to clear in order to get this far. What would you say are some of the main achievements that you've experienced with Kibi up to this point?
2: So main achievement, what, what we are really really proud of is uh, is that with the funds that we received in january we we expanded the team so we we will build an amazing team where we're we're all super passionate um about the whole blockchain uh, blockchain space and about of course kiwi and the potential of kiwi and um i would say what we did is really with that team is building a product i'm I'm super proud of of that we can say or if a brand if, if a brand contacts us we can say hey yes here you have the api because a lot of a lot of projects in the blockchain space, and that is a bit sad, have, have just a white paper or have just a cool vision how to or what to do. But I'm really really proud that we have something to show, and uh, and that we have the first customer which does the first roll-up with us in in seven countries. Um, so that is that is something that makes me super proud because I see that our vision um, really gets into the into the into reality, and then we start. Um, seeing the the first uh, how do you want to call it the first we can take the fir- harvest the first fruits that we that we that we feed it so um, I'm really really proud about about mainly those those three things our team our product and and that we got that we got the first rollout out <laughs> and so
1: how would that factor into what the roadmap for the company is for the next couple of years I mean what's what's coming behind that rollout.
2: So after that rollout, um, we'll still, of course, uh, work on the product because there is uh, still a lot to do. And um, so enhance the product, and we have many, many, many brands in the pipeline. So for us, it's really all about building and growing the ecosystem. So um, acquiring brands, integrating them um, as fast as possible, and, and looking that the users or the customers that are using our ecosystem are really, are really receiving the, the freedom they deserve. That they deserve, so um our goal is really completely focused or our let's say roadmap is completely focused on on acquiring brands and on uh increasing the product quality because it's, it's nice to do that, so that is really the main focus for us
1: and in terms of widespread use, do you think that will come more from just word of mouth from users engaging in word of mouth or will it come from the brands seriously pushing? Uh, their customers toward using you know using their loyalty points yeah. in blockchain. Um,
2: so it will be a mix, uh, but I, I would I assume uh, I assume that it will be 80 70 80 percent from the brands and 20 30 percent from word of mouth because brands they have their they're not pushing Kibi. so they're just using the Kibi technology and what they're actually pushing is they're pushing their own loyalty program which is connected to our technology so they are completely um investing in their brand and that's i'm seeing the 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 value for them or the 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 probability they the way they will invest a lot of marketing into those programs uh, really high and i I don't see just from an assumption point of view but i see it now with the first customer or i see with the other customers that in the pipeline they're not just planning about hey we're switching from normal database to blockchain um, with Kiwi, but they're really planning about how are we marketing the whole thing, because if there's a huge, a huge thing. If a brand can communicate right now, hey guys, I actually changed my loyalty program and I put it on the blockchain, because everybody is interested to hear that.
1: Now, as far as all the different ideas, and I'm sure you come across all the time, what what's some developments that that maybe have been suggested or that you've heard people talk about that seem that seem like maybe it's a little too soon, like oh well. Well, this particular idea is good, but it's something that might be five years out versus next year.
2: That's a good question. I think I, think I can't I can tell you one specific idea, but what I see is that, and we hear that, we hear that often from, from the brands, that they say, hey, guys, we actually look at blockchain from many different angles. So they have different views on, on, the, on the technology um, for, from different departments finance marketing operations and so on supply supply chain and so on and they say the only thing which we can easily explain to our shareholders to our customers and to our executives is actually loyalty because it is a super super let's say easy thing to understand so you don't have to it is a a real world case which everybody knows and you just explain to the people how you integrate blockchain technology now that is something that and there are many many cases that are that that have a, that have a real world application. I think those cases are mo- much more easy to to understand and to give to a mainstream user instead than if you take maybe a a niche uh, uh, application or decentralized application where you also just have a small target group which really understands what you can do with that technology so I think that that's the big difference so those technologies that need much more understanding, I think will also need much more time to really get in the market because it is already difficult to understand blockchain technology, then you need to understand a bit the whole crypto market so if you put on top uh, a bit a, a difficult or or complex business model, it gets much much more difficult to um, to explain and, and to bring to the market so I think those those projects will need more time uh, simply because you have less people that really get what you're doing.
1: So, in terms of explaining what's going on to shareholders, the big the big emphasis would have to be on the actual results, which is the loyalty,
2: right? Yeah, in in, in our case, in our case, what we hear is loyalty is super easy to sell because um, it is something everybody gets. Our, all the share like the most shareholders of a company, if they have a loyalty program, they use it, so they know what it is about. They can directly they they directly have a, have a feeling for it. If you, if you would tell your shareholders, hey guys, we're actually um, building our supply, we're tracking the, the, the material we're buying um, uh, on the blockchain and we use it for that, better and that, I don't know if your shareholders really get what you're using the blockchain for. I think that, that's the main difference.
1: Well, maybe it's like I said, maybe it's not necessary for them to, to know all the different
2: moving parts. Maybe they just need to know that the machine works. <laughs> completely, yeah, yeah, completely, yeah, yeah, completely right, completely. Because actually, a customer doesn't want to know. Like we also see it. It's not that if somebody gets uh, a, a, like a loyalty program, which is built on our technology, it's not written on on the front. Hey, this is on the blockchain. You know what I mean? So the customer doesn't even know he is using an application that is built on the blockchain.
1: That is amazing. Like yeah, you like say,
2: he just he just, like he just wants the machine to work. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and so. And so what would you say your your final thoughts would be for our listeners? What do you want them to take away from the interview about key but
2: so I mean the, I think the most important thing to to, to take to take away is that that loyalty is important not in not, not just in the ways of family friends and and maybe employees but really in, in the sense of, of customers and that it is really really important that we that we bring it on the blockchain because that's that's not only how how we can have a ba- better loyalty market, but I think that's really one way to bring the whole blockchain and crypto space to the mainstream. Because um, that needs to be one of the the next milestones for the whole space for for the whole community.
1: And what's the best way for but, our listeners to to get in touch with keep Ki- with you and with Kiwi and, and engage with the with the company?
2: So you can uh, you can go on uh, on uh, um, and if you will have all the channels, we are, we are, we're on telegram. Um, we have of course the, the mail address, you have know, the Facebook, Twitter accounts, all the accounts we are, were reachable nearly 24 <laughs> seven, or at least we try.
1: Oh, that's great. Well, well, I, I thank you Gabrielle for coming in and like I say, sharing your, your, your expertise and your time with us. Just really appreciate it.
2: I thank I thank you very much, uh, Alan. It was, it was great talking to you and, uh, and I hope you, you all enjoyed it. Thank you very much. Coming to
0: Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Check Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence